The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. University of Alberta researchers have discovered a, a class of drugs they say could have major impacts on treatment for cancer patients. Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done on this before it can be used for a human treatment, but researchers say it could revolutionize cancer treatment. Dr. Fred West is the professor is a professor in the Department of Chemistry and co-director of the Cancer Research Institute of Northern Alberta. Dr. West, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. So how long have you been working on this for? Oh, I would say maybe uh, about four years or so. About four years or so. Okay, so this new drug um, can help patients whose cancers have become resistant to treatment. So before we get into how the new drug does that, can you tell me how patients become resistant to treatment? Yeah, that's a really good question. So... There's a class of very, very successful cancer drugs that work by attacking the DNA in the cancer cells. And um, all of our cells have machinery that's there to repair damaged DNA. And we want that. I mean, we, we need to repair the damage to our DNA that's just sort of routinely encountered on a day-by-day basis. The problem comes when you're trying to damage a cancer cell's DNA and the cancer cell sort of upregulates its uh, DNA repair capability in response to that treatment so that as fast as you damage the cancer cell's DNA, uh, the cancer cell can repair it. So normally, though, yeah, so normally we would want um, the DNA to repair things, but For when sure. you're having it's, cancer treatment, you don't want that. Well, uh, certain cancer treatments. Certain cancer, so there's, okay. There's a very common drug called cisplatin that targets DNA, and, um, and it works really well until it doesn't work well because <laughs> some of the tumors become uh, resistant through this DNA repair mechanism. Is it in, uh, are there certain cancers where this happens more often? Well, I think it's pretty common uh, in general. Uh, Cisplatin is used for a lot of the the really um, sort of widespread cancers like uh, colon cancer and lung cancer. And you certainly do see resistance crop up on a regular basis. Okay, so we've talked about um, how people become resistant to treatment. We've talked, it's again, we have to dumb this down a little bit, Dr. West, and I appreciate you doing so for us. So when you found, you know, this, this, um, you know, how this drug was working, guide us through that and, 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 and what happens there. Yeah, so I think it's really important to emphasize that a project like this is, is working on a really big problem and there's no way that it can all be done you know by one small set of researchers in one lab so this is a collaborative project that involves people from physics and people from the oncology department and the cross cancer institute and they're all contributing at various levels and at various times in the process so to begin with the the protein that's responsible for doing this DNA repair. Uh, The structure was discovered uh, a few years ago, and my collaborator, Jack Tuzinski, 
did a lot of high-level computer work to try to find a place on that protein that you could bind a small molecule and prevent it from doing its job. So he, from that, proposed some structures. And then we, the chemists, came in, sort of redesigned those structures, synthesized them in the lab, and then we passed those compounds along to our collaborators in the Weinfeld group at uh, the Cross Cancer Institute, and they're the ones who actually tested these compounds in cells to see if they did what we predicted they would do. Interesting. Okay, so in... If for someone who is listening right now or someone who's mm-hmm. maybe diagnosed, you know, five years from now, um, if they were to become resistant to um, their, their treatment, if all works well, they could be given something, this, to stop that from happening and allow right. them to continue their treatment. That's, right. that's what it is, right? Yeah, so that's the goal. And, you know, I have to be realistic that it's going to take years to get there. Mm. But um, if we're successful, which I am optimistic we will be, um, then eventually this would be used in conjunction with these proven cancer therapies like cisplatin in order to uh, allow people to continue to be treated and maybe cured instead of having this resistance come up that basically prevents you from anymore using that uh, chemotherapy. Dr. West, you know, we've we've talked uh, lots on, on this show and we, we've heard questions about, you know, why has it been so hard to find a, a cure for cancer, that sort of stuff. Do you feel a, do you feel a pressure at all doing what you do um, to, to try to find something that's going to make a difference on this front? Well, I think everybody in this field is, is always um, subject to, to that pressure because it's just such a hard problem. And, and I don't think we're ever going to have a, you know, all-encompassing solution to cancer. I think it's going to be a sort of a, 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 an armory of mm-hmm. various weapons that can be used and ideally with time we're going to get better and better at predicting in advance which therapy is going to work the best and then we just we don't waste time on unsuccessful things and go right to the one that's uh sort of predestined to work well so given that i mean it it must feel good though when something like this happens when your research pays off in this way again long way to go but that's got to feel really good well, it, I mean, it's it's rewarding to be able to to point to, you know, research we're doing, you know, significant funding that we're spending that that we can honestly say is moving towards something that's going to benefit lots of society. Mm-hmm. This work was uh, paid for by the Alberta Cancer Foundation in a multi-year grant, and uh, none of it would have been possible if they hadn't had the confidence to support this team grant so what happens next well so we're at a big crossroads because we've found several compounds that we're very excited about but we've really only observed the activity in in cells and so now we have to go to animals which is a much more complicated system so what works in cells grown in culture may or may not work in animals because the animal has lots of ways that it might 
uh, prevent the compound from reaching the tumor target. It might metabolize the compound in five minutes. It might uh, simply, the compound may not have the right um, solubility in order to uh, enter the bloodstream and and find its way to the tumor. Mm -hmm. And so these animal studies are going to tell us a lot about whether we've designed the compounds correctly. I mean, we know we've designed them correctly to inhibit this protein. Now we have to figure out if we've designed them correctly to to work in an in a complex organism. Hmm. And and if if we encounter problems, we we actually know what to do. There are, there are a lot of very uh, straightforward structural changes that we can make that can solve problems like. For example, uh, the drug gets metabolized too quickly or something like that. We can go in and and make changes and allow it to persist long enough to reach the tumor. Dr. West, Dr. Fred West joining me this afternoon. Dr. West, you sound like a, a pretty even keel uh, guy. You've, you've said that you're, you're cautiously optimistic about this discovery. Um, do you get excited about it? Well, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and the other sort of important thing about a project like this, you know, I already pointed out that we collaborate with a lot of other labs, but but, you know, a really important part of the project is, you know, I'm not the one in lab who's doing these experiments mm. it's a series of phd students and postdoctoral fellows and other trainees and and one of the things that really excites me is when i see the, the incredible progress these people make in their research and in their development as scientists and many of them are going to go off and and become you know important scientists in their own right and, uh, you know, I hope we are successful in developing an anti-cancer drug, but regardless of what happens there, I know we're going to be successful in producing some really outstanding scientists who are going to tackle this and other problems when they go out on their own. And how wonderful is it that it's happening right here in Alberta? I think oftentimes, I think that I think oftentimes when we when we hear about breakthroughs in treatment or whatever it is, we often think it's you know somewhere far away or wherever, but it's happening here, and that's pretty incredible. Well, you know, there is a ton of great research going on at the University of Alberta in all areas. I'm partial to cancer, you know, being co-director of CRENA, and I'm, I'm well aware of all the great cancer research that happens at the university, but um, I'm also vice dean of science, and I and I see fantastic research in all areas, you know, quantum physics or, you know, uh, uh, evolutionary biology or what have you, and uh, I'm really proud to be part of this great uh, research enterprise at the University of Alberta. Well, Dr. West, uh, thank you and thank your team uh, for the work that they're doing on this front. Uh, we look forward to, to tracking this over, over the coming years, and I look forward to talking to you again sometime. I, I look forward to updating you. Thank you so Thanks much. Thank you so much. Take care mm-hmm. now. Bye-bye. Dr. Fred West joining us this afternoon, uh, professor in the Department of Chemistry, a vice dean of science, director of the Cancer Research Institute of Northern Alberta. Um, you know, step by step, maybe... You know, we talk about working towards a, a cure for cancer or or treatment, better treatment for 
or for those who are going through uh, cancer treatment in, in, in this case, and you think step by step, sometimes I think it's centimeter by centimeter or millimeter by millimeter, but pretty cool that this is, uh, this is happening and uh, that there are some, some uh, highlights, some, some breakthroughs being done right here in Alberta. Uh, it is uh, 3.50 on 6.30 Chat Afternoons.